Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show. Hey, Property Magicians, how are you? Welcome to episode 132 of the Property Magicians uh, podcast. Um, with me is my co-host. My name is Vangeli Makwakwa, and I help women of color uh, heal ancestral money trauma so they can find love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. With me is my incredible co-host. Hi there, property magicians. Long time. Is it still okay to say Happy New Year? We are recording this in March 2023. Um, probably the first podcast we are doing together, right? In a long time. (laughs) It's been a long time. I'm Dr. Miranda, Prop Doc Mom. Find me on all the platforms. I am a property um, mentor and the co-host of this Property Magicians podcast and the founding member and 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 owner of Property Magicians, Stockfell. So welcome to our podcast in 2023. Ven, do you want to tell them why and how we, we are doing this uh, podcast together? We are the guests today. Yes, we are the guests today. You guys may have noticed that we have taken a very long break from uh, recording the podcast episode. I mean, uh, recording the podcast um, regularly, and you guys are about to hear why, right? So before we even start, we want to issue a trigger warning to Stockfile members and yeah. anyone that is owed money, right? So if you're owed money or you're a member of our Stockfile, this may trigger you because there's so much that has happened. So we wanted to share our experience and also share what is happening uh, behind the scenes of the podcast, what's happening with the Stockfile. Stockfile members really know we've been very transparent. So yeah, but the other stuff is going to be much more detailed. So without further ado, I'll have... Misa, explain today's title of the podcast. All right. So this is a podcast that, that came about because um, we, we started the Property Magician Stockfell, uh, formerly known as Wealthy One Stockfell. Started it in, launched in August 2021. And yeah, done, wow. We did incredible deals very quickly, one after the other, three deals with three property uh, developers, three different property developers. And I think on our books, we have been able to um, collect something mm, above 3.7 million. And that was distributed to three different um, developers. And mm-hmm. to date, we probably have had one small payout um, without paying out the full payout to our Stockfell members. A, mm. An inconvenience in its own, but as a business um, of property magician Stockfell, it is not just an inconvenience. So this is, this is how 
this is why this episode was made. And we want to share our story, our personal, the business, and our mm. takeaways from, from this um, dilemma that we are going through. But thank you for listening. Um, and then shall we start? Yes, let's start. So guys, we're just going to give you a brief background, right? If you're not a Stockfile member, so you can listen. We've had several guests on this podcast, and this becomes really important as we start talking about what is happening, what has been happening and is happening, right? And we, we started this podcast with a simple vision, which is we're going to change the face of property investing so that it is more people that look like us, right? And we're very passionate about that. We are still deeply passionate about that. Maybe even more so because now we understand (laughs) what it's like to be Black women in this property industry and how people treat us, right? And what people see. So what we then decided, so we raised um, 300,000 Rand in the first deal, deal one, which is about 20 something thousand dollars. I mean, the dollar has now has appreciated um, a lot, has appreciated or rather the rand has depreciated since we've been Mm -hmm. gray listed. So against many currencies, we the rand is depreciating. And then we invested 568,500 rand in another developer. Uh, who is the seven thousand dollars? Yes, and um, he came on here. He actually, all these developers, by the way, sat down, came to Zoom, presented themselves to our members, spoke about how incredible their deals are, why we should trust them, everything. And then, third deal, we invested in another company that is also doing social housing on a larger scale, right? On a very large scale, they work with corporates, we've been to their sites, all these things. So fast forward, when our contracts come due, in the second deal, we had done six months on the contract, a six-month deal. So we asked the, we talked to the developer weeks in advance. He says he's going to pay us no problem, right? He comes through. On actually on the day 24 hours before he was supposed to pay us, he was gonna give he gave a master class to our members. We agreed he was like, I would love to teach your members, take them through this entire process. And we were like, okay, this is perfect. So building trust with our members, we looked at it as a great thing. What we didn't realize was what it what was going on, right? So we speak to him, Mizo follows up, we follow up, we're both, we're all on WhatsApp groups with these developers, by the way, so it's real, right? We're constantly talking to them, and when his deal comes due, he tells us an hour before the masterclass, maybe 12 hours before the money is due, that he's not going to be able to give us the money. And I am like, you are going to tell the members yourself because we are not the ones to tell them. And then he did, right? He kept insisting that he wants a a six-month extension. We categorically stated, no, 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 never. Even when our lawyers were saying, 
please uh, maybe consider like we don't have the authority to do that. We are carrying all these members and people are expecting their monies. He decided to give himself the six months extension. Okay. Anyway, let's put it this way. Six months has been up. We are now in the seventh month. We are actually over the seventh month mark. There's been no communication, no anything, except lots of lawyer stuff for us to keep, to stop talking about the fact that he owes us money. No problem. First, seg, then the first deal comes to you in October. Develop, <laughs> that was wild. I'm laughing because that was wild, right? So we went back and forth. Long story short, we also have not heard from him. Third deal has come due in February, also haven't heard from him. So the first developer, the first deal, we've already fast-tracked it, and his company is now um, heading to court 16th March for liquidation, right? Second deal, we're looking at criminal charges. The third deal, very recent, we're asking for documentation, we're asking for communication. We've had no communication and zero silence. So if you're someone who has been, who is owed money, and in this case, we're owed big money, as we have explained and given you guys the figures, right? So we're now out here, especially even for the third deal, we're owed 1.2 million right now, right? So we wanted to talk about what that's like, being the people that are owed money, because we know our members are feeling the exact same thing. And we realize that there's really no space for Black women to share their stories and to talk about what it is like when people don't prioritize you, yeah. right? When yeah. people don't see you, when you don't have platforms to talk about your stories, to yeah. share your stories. And when we do try to share our stories, we are met with lawyers. We've had mm -hmm. to go get really expensive lawyers to just fast track this process and to, to buckle up and to defend ourselves. So, wow, <laughs> right? So <laughs> I'm going to have Mizo start us off by talking about the personal toll. The personal. Yeah. of what it's been like to deal with these developers, people that we have trusted, people that we've had on our podcast, people that we've opened up and introduced to our members. Yeah. So Misa, you can go first. Yeah. So that, that there are different levels, by the way, to how how this has affected me personally, Then I'm, I'm just going to mm. start with personal because mm. emotionally that means my daily morning is checking if there is a message about the money mm -hmm. and that takes its time. You know, you've got mm -hmm. your own personal, your family. I have got a child to bring up. I have got my own uh, day job that I have to go to, but I have, I have to constantly be on guard because emotionally it's taking a toll on me. The second mm -hmm. thing is, Resource-wise, that means personal resources now are used for the business because we are trying to recover and recoup people's money, right? So mm -hmm. that means the, the, whatever is my household budget goes to financing a business that, 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 that wasn't part of the plan. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the last thing that I want to mention is that 
because I be, I'm a property um, I'm a property mentor and property financing that is done through a collective, whatever you call it, a syndicate, a stock fell, whatever your language is, is something that I truly believe in because it is something that I also teach. So my personal money is in all three deals mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. at different times, these deals would happen and I would know what I, I knew that I wanted to invest in those because I want, I want my money to go and work for me. Because as I said, I have a day job and do not have time to go and do a deal on my own or just didn't have enough money to buy a whole property on, on, on for, for myself. So I invested small little bits of money inside of the stock fell. Remember why we set up the stock fell? Mm. The stock fell was about don't postpone your investment journey. When you have a thousand bucks, you can get into property investing. So because I put my money where my mouth is, I put in in deal one, I put in in deal two, and in deal three. So I am sitting, and because they were all spread out then, there are personal things that needed to be paid. I knew that if February mm. comes, this is beginning of the year. This is when we pay school fees. So mm -hmm. money will be paid. School yes. fees will be paid. So there are things personally that are waiting, that are waiting for this money. The October mm -hmm. deal was meant to finance some other business that I was getting into, and it's going towards the holidays. We've got plans. Right. Mm. So every single piece of money, it might not be a lot of money, had personal business and it was planned. Yeah. So that's my that's my person. And I can tell you that in the background, the types of WhatsApps that we get from our members are exactly the same. Exactly mm. the same. True. These are mothers, grandmothers, and aunts mm. who had plans. And they're like, if I put in my money right now, six months later, it comes back with little babies. That means I have got a little extra and then I'm going to pay this or pay that. So that is my personal sense about it. And I know wherever you are sitting and you are sitting there, you probably have a personal story similar or even worse. Ben, what has been your personal your personal experience on this? Oh, Mesa. <clears throat> um, I just wanted to say, I know both of us have family members that have invested have invested oh in this God. in this stock file, in all these deals. Our family members have invested. I've got a cousin. I've got. I brought yeah. my sister on. I was just like, come on board. You know, and she didn't just invest a little bit. She invested quite a bit. I brought my mother on. You know, I brought friends in. So it's just been, it's been intense to observe this. So just apart from that, right, it's just, thank goodness that everyone in our lives has just been so gracious with us. You know, they haven't felt any kind of animosity but I know that that is not always the same for everyone listening to this that not everyone's families have been as understanding not everybody's gracious. friends have yeah. been as gracious the people that have been introduced to the stock file 
So that really has hurt. I think just like you, just in terms of emotions, it's just been a roller coaster. I've just, I feel like it's been really, really difficult. It's taken, I know there was one day when we both said we have to dig deep. We'd send, uh, Mizo and I sent each other WhatsApp messages to say, we have got to dig deep now emotionally to just be able to find the emotional reserves to keep going with this, right? So it's been emotional in terms of like having to face our own trauma. And in particular for me, my own trauma. And I was already going through something around public persecution when all this was happening. So to come back and be in the space and be like, I may risk public persecution, you know what that has felt like. It was so scary because I was like, it's going to be like, this is going to be a double whammy from both businesses now. So Mm -hmm. that was really, really scary. And having Mm -hmm. to deal with those emotions and just the fear of disappointing everyone, the fear of the fact, not just disappointing the Stockfell members, but as Mm -hmm. I said, Mm -hmm. the people in my life that I so deeply love and care about as well, you know? So it was like, clients that I deeply love and care about people that like trusted us out of the blue that were strangers that we now so fully deeply love and care about that fear of disappointing everyone right it's been hard and of course there's been just the frustration and the anger like having to deal with the fact that like oh my gosh you're going through all this personal stuff but you still have to show up as a professional to people yeah. who don't want to pay you your money back. Yeah. That yeah. guys now that has been hard. <laughs> you know, it has been extremely hard for both of us. So I know that and time as well. Right. Yeah. It's time. Wow. I have felt, <laughs> and this is not even just a feeling. It's the truth. My lawyers can, our lawyers can attest to this. Right. Yeah. Felt like just, I live on the phone and on emails with lawyers. So just to give you guys an idea, Mizo and I are covering the cost of all legal bills. To talk to our lawyers for an hour is 6,000 rand, right? It is, (laughs) it's really, really rough, but you have, you can't just let the case go now. You can't not talk to the lawyers right? You can't not respond to an email. You can't not do any of this. So not just that the time of dealing with the lawyers, but there's also like you're holding your breath because every single email, every single piece of communication is money, right? It's money that is charged to you. So you're holding your breath as to, wow, how much is this going to cost me now? You know? So it's... it's, it's yeah, so yeah. that's like the yeah. resources part. And because we're using our own resources, that means that there's very little resources left for our own businesses per, um, and our own dreams and our own wishes. We had a desire to go into Airbnb and start our own Airbnb business. We paid the money into the business account. Mizo and I had collected our own personal funds. We hired someone to work with us. We were ready. And then we were like, we can't move ahead. All this money has to go towards legal bills. And that's literally what we did. We paid legal bills. So 
streams of income in our own personal capacity for what we desired came to a standstill to a standstill i like i like yeah. what you said oh my gosh so that is that is on the personal mm-hmm. let's 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 explore a bit about on the business because you know what people don't see people don't know that we go through but mm-hmm. it is something that is so incredibly important um to share this to share this and and openly just put it on the table mm-hmm. on the business side because we own this property magicians podcast we also mm-hmm. own the property magicians uh, stockfell company right yeah. that is the one that is that is doing the deals um i want us i want us to start with the with the first one with yeah. the with the podcast itself yes yeah let's start with the podcast itself you have not seen when we started our podcast it was um september 20 uh, 2019 around there and we have without fail delivered a podcast every tuesday until this these deals uh, fell apart late mm-hmm. last year 2022 yeah just the feeling of not being safe with yeah. delivering a podcast is has been my personal one you you will tell me about yours ben <laughs> my 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 yeah. best thing is who is this guest we are getting onto the podcast yeah we were very clear about mm-hmm. our intention this is a podcast mm-hmm. for people of color about people of color and to showcase people of color that are making it in the property space and they have said there are various strategies of getting into 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 property and they have mm. shared how they have systematically built wealth right now i have personal anxiety about who are the guests that we bring on to yeah. this show who are the guests that we are showcasing to you because mm. we've brought you three credible business people with assets by mm. the way we're not talking about people who don't have assets with assets and yeah. and we have had the experience that we are still going through right now so i have got a personal unsafe and i feel like our podcast is being used by unscrupulous yeah. people yep yep wanting to showcase their business wanting to get our members to trust them and that's yes. that's my unsafety about about the podcast and I've haven't had the energy nor the mm. inclination to interview a a guest what's your yes opinion? i think for me it's the same thing it's like mm. the vision of this podcast was to really really showcase incredible people and i think for me it's made me feel like who do i trust yeah you know and i feel like i'm going through and uh, so guys this is just i'm also doing other things in wealthy money and there's a lot of legal stuff going on there so mm-hmm. i've just i feel like the what's happened with the podcast guest has also with these three particular gentlemen has compounded on my trust issues you know yeah. Yeah. it feels like i don't yeah. know who i can trust i was saying the other day to mizo that like mm. I don't know who I can trust to go into business with right now. There's so few people like I am no longer 
trusting enough to open up my networks to people. And if yeah. you know me, I'm the kind of person that will give away everything and open up networks, yeah. tell you who to talk to. I just don't feel like I can do that right now yeah. because yeah. I don't know who these people are on the, I feel like I don't really know people, right? Mm -hmm. Which is rare for me because mm -hmm. I feel like I trust my intuition so deeply and I get to, I trust people. Like my life, my entire traveling relies on, depends on me depends being able to trust, yeah. right? Like if I meet a stranger on the street and they say, I've got a house for you, I'm that person in the middle of the night that goes with random strangers, men in different countries. And I'm like, go show me the accommodation, go show me this really cool thing. And I don't know this person from Adam. Yeah. Suddenly I feel like, who do I trust? Do I trust? And, yeah. and also the other thing that's been coming up at the back of my head, right? And Mizo and I have spoken about this as well is, have we created a situation where we have created a platform where people can come and take advantage of other people. And not only that, but we have done that. Without us, they wouldn't have been able to do any of that. Right? So and for how me, do we, who do we trust as guests now? And I think particularly for me, Evan, remember how I came to Wealthy Money. My first sense is anxiety, anxiety mm. about money, anxiety about investing. You mm. can imagine where I'm at right now. Um, I've had yeah. to go and dig, dig backwards, <laughs> backwards <laughs> on doing the inner work because, because the reason why people of color don't invest is because they have to constantly deal with they are not good enough. Mm -hmm. And what if the money is lost and long-term planning is, is, is a challenge for us. So can you yeah. imagine trying to get, when you have dug yourself out of that and not having anxiety of, of, of investing and I have to dig backwards again to go yeah. and start again to see if that muscle has been built. Can I trust things to stay on the stock market and when I look it will be there can I trust relationships mm. because for me um one of the gentlemen here is not just a podcast guest our families yeah. have intermingled sure. we have been at dinner tables mm. so it's mm. a it's a it's a huge huge personal thing that I'm going yeah. through as I'm going through the business struggle, as I'm going yeah. through the, 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 the business of the stock fell. And remember the vision. Oh, the so vision. it's betrayal. It's betrayal. Mm. It's betrayal. It's mm. beyond. So remember mm. how we got into the stock fell and the vision of building a 250 million um, property portfolio still remains on my journal. Yes, there are days same. where I wake up not feeling the vision, not believing yeah. the vision. So I am I'm doing a back and forth of mm. so how I, I see now, you mm. know, we've, we've, we've traveled a distance <laughs> in, the past, in yeah. the past nine months, you know. We Lisa can see and I have vision. really held each other, guys. <laughs> That's helped a lot. It is, <laughs> it is, it is. And we know how, we know how mm. that vision can still be held. 
My, my thing is there is integrity issues that we still have to deal Mm. with and who stays with us when we go into that version two of the Stockfeld, because that's where we are journeying to. So it's been, Mm. it's been an incredible journey. It's been, it has been, yeah. Yeah. And I like that you're talking about the Stockfeld vision because what it's also done for the business is that we had to pause, yeah. right? We had two options. We could keep taking people's money and yeah. keep investing in the stock file and keep showing up, keep investing in deals. But after this, we just, we felt like we needed to pause because as you can imagine, we're going through trust issues. We felt our members must be going through the same trust issues. And Maybe um, in everything, in the entire vision, not just in the stock file, but in property as an investment. And that is gutting because we never wanted to give people any of this, uh, any anxiety around that and make people doubt property investing as a vehicle, right? So we felt like let's stop and let's reassess the Stockfell vision. And that's a vision that we will share more in depth when we have collected people's monies. Because honestly, how we wake up and most of our discussions right now, also getting podcast guests back to the podcast as well. What Misa and I talk about most days now is what have the lawyers said? Have you seen that email? What no planning? What is that? Mm, yeah. There's no planning. To run this podcast requires us to plan, to source guests, to find out about their bio, to talk to the podcast editor, to talk to the assistant, all that. And also all that money was coming out from our personal accounts, but we had budgeted for that. We were fine. But now we have to redirect all that to legal costs, right? So our entire, so also just the mental space that we're in. We're no longer people that are like mentally like, oh my gosh, this is the podcast guest. This is the vision for the stock file. Our entire mental faculties go towards legal speak, finding out about legal stuff, learning about the legal process, understanding it. It has been an intensive journey. It has. When I, I, I like something that we you you keep talking about when you teach in, in, in the with wealthy money in in the mm-hmm. other business of 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 mentoring you speak a lot about expansion and why we don't expand mm-hmm. and what 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 i'm finding is that my energy is so consumed and i yeah. have to reserve some for my family reserve some for my day job mm-hmm. um, i'm so consumed there is no plans of expansion there's no yeah. planning for 2023 except recovery and digging back. Yes. Recovery and digging back. So I'd like you to talk a little about the things that hold us back, the things that hold us back, the things that you speak mm. about that's, that hold Black people back in, in, in terms of wealth creation and expansion. So I think we need to acknowledge right now that this is a trauma it's a collective trauma that we're dealing with as a stock fell, right? And I truly believe that like our two things can be true, right? We are going through a collective trauma as a result of these gentlemen's money trauma as well. Sure, sure, sure. So um, one of the things is that holds us back is that we think making money without dealing with our own money trauma is it. That's it. 
right? So we are now observing what it is like to do business with people who have expanded, but who have not dealt with their money trauma. So, um, yeah. So I feel like this is really, really powerful, right? To really, really understand that it is possible just because you're making money doesn't mean that you don't have money traumas and your money traumas will often show up at the most critical of times, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So with these gentlemen, what what we have seen, and we've spoken about this even in the WhatsApp group of the Stockfile with the Money Magic students that have done a lot of the trauma work, which is that they are in freeze mode, right? They are in which is avoidance. So they will not respond to us. They will not talk to us. They will not communicate with us, right? Even though they owe us money. And that's because they are probably dealing with their own personal shame. They're probably dealing with overwhelm. They're probably dealing with frustration. I acknowledge that. But we are also, I also have to acknowledge that we are dealing with all of those things and more. And so are our members, right? Our members are probably dealing with 10 times more than that, right? So trying... When as a people, we focus just on making money without just understanding our trauma, this is how it plays out. Because then we don't know how to communicate, to talk about money when things go bad. We don't know how to have plans when things go bad. The first deal, the company is under liquidation. We are so gutted about that. We had to literally go to the lawyers and That's the only way for us to get our money back, right? And so many of our members, we understand, have also personally invested in that business. Again, because this podcast gave a platform to this gentleman, but he is not able to communicate with any of us, right? And that is a trauma response. So really understanding. So one of the key things is this is why it is critical to understand your trauma response when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. How do you behave when things go bad? What are the tools that you have at your disposal when things go bad? Because listen, it's business. Things will go bad. We understand that. We're business people as well, right? What we wanted was honesty and for people to show up to the table. Even if you show up with your lawyers, right? Show up to the table with your lawyers, give us such a solutions, stick to, uh, to those solutions, work with us, pay us back, let us know beforehand so that we can prep our members. None of these gentlemen let us know anything beforehand. Yeah. That is trauma. The second thing that is coming up is the fact that like what's happening with with us in the Stockfile, with many Stockfile members and us as well, is that is that self-doubt. Can mm. I am I a good money manager? Right? That's mm. some of the things. So those triggers will come up, those money stories. I shouldn't, um, I'm not good with money. I'm not great. Investing is not my portion, all that. All those that are things that are already taught to us externally by the system that we deal with that treats us as a black people, right? And even a lot of people are probably going back to the old 
things that we've learned under apartheid. Oh, black people can't be trusted with money. You can't borrow their money. You can't trust them with investing such deals. We don't want to do, uh, do business with black people, right? Those are all trauma responses. And those are beliefs that are like living within us. And now they are getting, um, I guess, um, evidence. They are collecting evidence. It's false. It's not, I don't want to say it's false evidence. It's evidence but it's not the full story the full right story. because mm-hmm. there are tons of uh, black people that are in integrity in business that do business well right and just because you've made one bad deal doesn't mean that you're terrible with money and then there's the other one like i am not good enough right this is why i can't make money this is why i always make bad uh, money decisions that mm-hmm. will keep us thinking that we are never good with money. Things will never work out with us. And then there's the other thing, the other other belief that is probably triggered in the other trauma is ironically the God wound, right? Mm -hmm. Which is the belief that no matter what we do, um, nothing will ever work out for us. And that we are not somehow the divine is not in our favor. So it is triggering some of our deepest wounds. And I can talk about this because these are things I've had to go and do this work, right? So the way, and I think this is a good segue into talking for people that are feeling so hectically stressed, into talking about some of the things that we have done to keep ourselves together, Mizo, as we are redirecting funds that we had planned for other things, as our plans fall apart, as everything falls apart, right, in terms of time, resources, all that. So personally, I'm just going to keep this short because Mizo will talk about the bulk of the stuff, right? Um, I've been very lucky that uh, we have the money magic course. So mm-hmm. what I've been doing is a lot of the meditations, but more than anything, I've been doing breath work, going into the body, like a lot of the breath work meditations in the course, especially around safety. Safety has been big. It's just, mm-hmm. whoo, safety has been big. And around receiving, because, oh, that's another trigger that has happened, right? Another trauma. It's been part of me has been very scared to receive money. So I found myself blocking money in my business because I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm so terrible, like that I've done this thing, I've invested in these deals. So that must mean that I'm not a good steward of money. So that means that please don't give me any more money universe, Mm -hmm. right? And I went through a period where I was blocking money hectically not helping when you've got legal bills piling up, all this piling up. So I had to go in to do the work. A lot of um, the money magic work has helped in a lot of the meditations. Um, also focusing on massage, who that has been helping, uh, pleasure, play, journaling, the next level you journal has been a tremendous help. Talking to my womb, womb breath work. Yeah, so... Mizo, over to you. Yeah, so so that that has been helpful. I, I'm I'm still grateful. You know how I am about the breath work. Yeah. It's the only meditation that I've been able to do. But I've gone back to yoga very very seriously mm. because I find that um, my anxiety requires mm. a lot of breath, and yeah. it is it is not just the anxiety about myself. It's layered with anxiety I have. I have a, 
a child to bring up mm. and it's layered with um I carry so many people and remember mm. as a property mentor you teach the Stockfell model as one mm. of the property financing modalities sure. and I believe totally in it and I know what 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 that feels like to to have been um assisted on the property chain using other people's money so it is a very it's a very traumatic time for me to 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 have mm. to deal with because then what do i say as a mentor it almost shuts you up yeah. right it shuts you up in a big way that you yeah. can't speak for for a strategy when yeah. the strategy isn't working for you so yeah. it's a very it's 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 it sure. it affects your business it affects you personally mm. it affects the business of the stock fell where you mm. are trying to prove concept because you know the concept works right and yeah. i belong to another stock fell and and we are progressing on that on 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 that front not that they don't have other problems as well of of people not paying back so it's a it's a it's a lot it's a lot and i don't think i believed it in my body when you kept saying there's a different kind of trauma money trauma when it comes to black people yeah there is a deeper sense of it and you have got a deeper yeah. sense of responsibility because the stock yeah. was taught by our mothers we actually suckled this yep. stock but we did not suckle sucking other people's money to keep it so for me that 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 is just coming to the fore and i am i'm deeply affected by it deeply affected mm. by it and i i think my recovery and expansion coming from this is going to have to be something totally magical because i'm staying because i'm the steward of the money in the stock fell and yeah. i feel like i i owe i owe the world for that so it's a very it's a very important part of 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 my growth right now so property yeah. magicians this this for me is 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 serious then i want us to deal with a takeaway do you have one yep. single big takeaway that um to close off on this um on this podcast episode we we did say we are just going to go personal on this one mm. you have a takeaway or two yeah it's just trust it's just okay. how mm. trust can be broken by something really really small and to have your trust broken it's phew, it takes so much it's yeah makes you question who you are it makes you yeah. question what you are bringing to the world what you are birthing mm -hmm. it has been the crux of our conversations where before we just trusted everyone it yeah. has made us pause it is getting us to pause it's making us wonder if people will ever trust us again with yeah. their money right mm -hmm. so for me it's just the importance of trust mm -hmm. and just sticking to your word <laughs> absolutely absolutely so from from for me i kept i keep saying i i incidentally spent the morning at a at a summit at a success mindset summit <clears throat> that was hosted by one of the friends that you meet in these circles and um they spoke about 
um, to build to build wealth, you have to have faith, you have to have friends, relationship, mm. relationships, and you have to have fitness, fitness of mind, fitness of emotions, fitness of thought for you to go into. And I am just thinking property is relationships and it will forever remain relationships whether it's relationshiping with your agent, relationshiping with a tenant, mm -hmm. relationshiping with your property manager. So for me, the bold and italics in red is relationships. And I have to heal relationships to go back into relationshiping if I'm going to stay in the strategy of property as an investment vehicle. So mm. it's, a, it's a big one for me relationships mm. are big i love relationshiping i draw energy from people but i'm finding that relationships have been um, disappointing having said that though because we have put in mechanisms different mechanisms of of recovering the stock yeah. fell, the, the stock fell monies i am not just optimistic i'm realistic about about it yeah. may be late but recovery is 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 fortunately um uh, uh, fortunately um certain so that's yeah. that's my that's my parting shot <laughs> yeah and guys so Thank you for listening. If you have your own story and you're a Stockfell member, please use the WhatsApp group to share. Uh, let's unpack. We understand just the depths of this, right? We are not immune to what this has done to so many people and what is happening with these deals. It has been deeply traumatic, deeply triggering. And so we want to invite you to also share your stories. Um, talk about them right and obviously share this podcast with other people that are struggling with recovering their monies and also maybe scared of doing stock files we are not anti-stock files at all We're we still believe in the stock file model thank you for joining us Mizo, your final words thank you for joining us See you on the next podcast. We possibly are going to have to look at at, at our 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 guests um, closer and closely, mm -hmm. and possibly change direction of the stock film in the way that we do yeah. business. And it's not just possibly we are making plans. Yeah. Oops, guys. Mizo just got load shedding. But I think that you guys got the gist of what she was saying. So thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you on the next episode. Have a fantastic day further. Bye. Thank you for listening, Property Magicians. My name is Vangilia Makwakwa, and I am your host on the show. I help people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, become financially free and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy-money.com. Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money Group 
or on the Wealthy Money page or find me on Twitter and Instagram as Vanille Makwakwa. Now over to my co-host. Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Miranda Prop Doc Doc Mum on all the social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians podcast and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action. Your journey into property investment begins with me from property registration from property company registration to picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at. Find me on my inbox at miranda@wealthy-money.com again inbox me at miranda@wealthy-money.com if you want me to help you start your property journey.